0: You're listening to the
1: Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafee. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex,
0: parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi.
1: welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Okay, I just. The podcast
1: just, is starting.
0: I think, yeah, well, I can see that it's already moving forward. It's telling us it's going.
1: Move it on, move it on. Let it um, begin.
0: I'm so stoked for who we have on today.
1: Oh, I'm beyond stoked.
0: I feel like if she lived closer, if she was our neighbor, she would just sit on the porch with us, drink wine, read our cards, and like maybe talk to some spirits of ours
1: i feel like i'd have a better idea of what's going on in my life if she was in my life every day
0: yeah you would just be like sup Lori. what card you got for me today okay so it's tarot Lori. if you don't know her just do a quick search on your ig uh on google i'm sure she's on google um but she is incredible she's a tarot card reader and so much more she's so personable. she is so what's the word charismatic Oh, my God. I like, I feel like if you talk to her for like three seconds, you want to know this woman.
1: I feel like if you talk to her for two minutes, you'd feel like you've known her for yes 10 She does years. have that
0: effect on you. Yeah. She's definitely one of those people that you feel like you know, but maybe that's part of her,
1: her charm. No. Oh, she just we'll, brings we'll, we'll let, let brings her. The, uh, cards, the yeah. cards, the cards,
0: the cards. <laughs> oh, my God. We will let her speak for herself because she really is incredible. So please enjoy this. Are episode. you ready for this? Enjoy this episode with her. We just asked her if she would like that. to be called Lori or Taro Lori and Taro Lori is her handle. And then she also told us her last name, which is 47 syllables. So I'm going to make sure I'm pretty sure we're just going to call I her. I think it's
1: three syllables, but <laughs> it's Say it, Lori. a
0: What's your last name?
2: It's, it has like two vowels and 85 okay,
0: letters. that's Ciminovich. a lot. Siminovich. Siminovich. It sounds Ciminovich. like a Harry Ciminovich. Potter spell.
1: I actually, Ciminovich. Thought, Ciminovich. I actually thought it was a little bit more like a figure <laughs> skater.
0: Oh, that's true, too. Mm. Okay, well, if you yeah. don't know who Tara Laurie is after our beautiful introduction of you of her, then you can go Google her and then come back and listen to this because I
1: feel like you need to. We are so pumped to have Lori. Lori, can I tell you a quick little story? I don't know if you know this.
0: Are you trying oh, to yes. Lori, no. tell you a story? No, I no. promise I won't be boring. No, oh
1: my God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> really good rap. So here's, so here's a true story, Lori. <laughs> no, that does actually, yeah. What's the story, Morgan Glory? Ah, I get it. Okay, so before we started this podcast, I don't know if you remember, in January, I had this like feeling that there was a shift that was happening somewhere. And I said to Brittany, that woman who read your your tarot cards a couple months earlier do you think that she'd do a reading for me and you gladly accepted which was super nice of you and did you know that when we started uh, talking the first card you pulled out talked about brittany and i starting something new
0: mostly just talked about me
1: <laughs> do you remember that
0: i can never leave i
2: it's how I can assure confidentiality for everyone's reading because I forget readings 30 seconds after or I do them. Well, I remember I really liked your reading. Like it felt yeah. good yeah.
1: after. Well, I, well, you recorded it and you <laughs> sent it back to me and I listened to it every yes. once in a while just to check back in to think, wow, like there's so many things she talked about that I kind of forgot about. And now that I'm listening to it, it's like, that's actually happening mm-hmm. right now. Super weird and trippy in a really good way. Yeah.
2: I feel exactly the same way about it. And I've been doing it for 30 still, years. Eh? It still just tickles me. Oh my yeah.
1: So one of the questions I was actually going to ask you, which you already answered it is, so you do not remember readings after you've completed them?
2: No. Basically
0: every test. Not in even my school, for myself. For me. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it just helps because it is kind of like, not to get too woo woo right off the bat, but it is kind of like a channeling mm-hmm. thing. There's certain, I get body sensations or little visuals in my head and there's a story to each card mm-hmm. and I just... I just say it without a filter, so it's it's like I say it; it's out Do you there. You almost and then I feel forget. like
0: it's also needed to be that way. Otherwise, you would carry a lot on you. Yes. I feel like that would be there's a lot. lot.
1: There's a lot of pressure. I can imagine. There's. I can imagine yes. that you. You. How want to describe this? You deal with a lot of people's real life stuff,
0: like a therapist. Yeah.
1: Actually, I would say that you're. It is. How about we do this? How about you yeah. just describe? No, you know what? We have to do the "I love you, but I know." You. Oh yes, yeah.
0: Lori, so knows. Lori you're
1: married with two <laughs> children.
0: I sure. So I am. we're going to get
1: into that in a second. But there's a segment that we do on this podcast called "She I Knows." I Everyone you. knows.
0: She already got hers.
1: She and saw, you're annoying. I
0: saw her flipping through her book.
1: Yeah. So we want to hear this week how much your husband annoyed you in a nice, positive, loving way, of course.
2: Sure. So I mean, we've been married 20 years, we have teenagers. So a lot of stuff is kind of ugh, like, it's too much trouble to get too annoyed. So it's you kind of let stuff go that would have been really annoying at the beginning. Right. But one thing today in particular, we always, since time began, he's been referred to as fun daddy, and I'm get shit done, mommy. Oh, okay, yeah. I swear.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. okay. Can you swear okay. on this um, fucking podcast okay. I'm Absolutely. just want to make sure. To make sure. So fuck, fuck, get fuck, get me, that, that e rating right off the bat.
2: <laughs> um, but he—he's just the fun guy, right? He would come in when they were babies and get them all riled up right That's before right. bed. You know it, Brittany. And uh, he is—he is, he is wow. Mrs. Dopefire. Yes, he? yes. He and now the that better version of him, not
1: the first version, whatever.
2: <laughs> but now that they're older, he's still. I called him by my son's name today because he was just, he was just being like so immature. And I, and I, and, and trying to bug my son, he was like standing two feet from what I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Just being a dink. And so I was like, guy, I'm, you are disrespecting my time. You want to talk to me about something I've got stuff to do. Like don't be dicking around with our kids while you, you know, and then, and then my son's like, mom, make him stop. And I mean, he's a 17 years old and taller than him now, but it's so funny Uh because they just, He can be so annoying when it's just so mature. The kids love it. Like, it's not the worst thing. Of course. But it's just when you need to get stuff done, it's like, dude... Mm -hmm. There's a time and place for
0: fun dad. That
1: yeah. wasn't the time or the place. Yeah. yeah, I can see how that would be annoying, Lori. It's and annoying, at the same dad. token, Ryan's I, like,
0: I am that person. I
1: totally get <laughs> I where your husband's coming from. It's I know. there's something awesome about being able to stay like a Peter Pan syndrome almost. Yeah, that you oh, can yeah. just stay a kid all day, every day. I'm sure it must be great.
2: Oh no, <laughs> I, I see an, that's an
1: ideal situation.
2: <laughs> I see my husband a little bit of a crystal ball situation for you, Ryan. I'm not even joking. And not in a bad way. I mean the kids love him. Kids used to yeah. come and and call on my husband to come play. Yeah. Like he was so fun.
0: A hundred percent. That's right. And they'll come over and like everything's all great. Ryan Ryan is like the babysitter and then they realize they haven't eaten a single meal all day because fun dad doesn't know how to cook. Right.
1: <laughs> but they did have a, a bag of
0: potatoes. <laughs> and they had fun dip. Yeah. And everything was great until they threw up later. And they learned how to um, juggle. Yeah. Yeah. I actually Super don't know great how to juggle. Life True
1: story. <laughs> mm. Life skills. Yeah, teach a guy how to juggle if you don't know how to juggle.
0: Um, what else were you, what were you saying before you, we got into I love you and you're annoying? We were like,
1: Oh, I was just saying that there, there's a lot of responsibility oh, yes. that comes with the cards, but yeah. I think would be, what would be really wonderful is if someone hasn't heard of terror card readings, maybe we should describe what that process looks like for them. Sure. Yeah. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me.
0: <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever.
1: Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control Everywhere.
0: It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on, and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe.
1: Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't
0: forget, under boobs and vulvas.
1: Yes, this is true, plus butt cracks and feet.
0: Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours.
1: Baking soda-free, paraben-free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, Lavender sage, and toasted coconut.
0: And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping.
1: Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at LumiDeodorant.com.
0: That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L U M E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos.
1: Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring.
0: Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein.
1: And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic.
0: My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving.
1: Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoons got you covered.
0: Head to MagicSpoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order.
1: And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100 percent happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked.
0: Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com/slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5.
1: A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode.
2: Okay, so Tarot Cards, it's 78 cards. Each one has a different picture. Each one tells a different story. And you put the cards out in a spread, which is just how they're laid out. That's the framework for the reading. And then you read them together and they give you, I always say it just tells the story of you as we go through. Mm. And I always, am very upfront. It's plastered all over my my social media and everything. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't say Mm. like, you're going to meet Barb at a Starbucks on a Tuesday, like that's not my thing. It's about hooking into your energy. You draw the map. I help you read it. And my mission from the start has been in, um, to inspire, enlighten, and empower. So um, I'm not going to shy away from like the so-called yucky cards because there are some cards that are like, okay, you're going through some lessons. Okay, this is a yeah. bit of a a visual shitstorm you're in, but here's a way to reframe it, or here's a way to look at it differently. So it's not just like, right. oof, that sucks. Give me my money. It's more like, yeah this sucks, but here's how you can move forward. And I always mm-hmm. tell people too, they're just life coaching the crap out of themselves because it often just validates what you already know or gives you that nudge in the direction that you kind of know Such you're true. meant to go in.
0: So that's, that. that's well, it in a nutshell.
1: Well, both you and I have experienced their reading.
0: Yes. From I
1: Tara, Tara Lori.
0: Well, I yeah. met Laurie, um at a Grow Your Gram event and she was there, um, at this cute little table and she was just so smiley and I was like, that, I want to be friends with her. She looks nice and fun. And so I sat down and she just gave me this very quick, super positive um, conversation. It was like a yeah. reading, but it was a conversation. And then, you know, when you just connect with people and you already know that you... Anytime this happens to me where I feel like, like immediately when I'm starting to talk to somebody and I feel like we're on the same vibe, yeah. I always feel like, this is going to sound lame, but I always feel like there's there's something connecting us. Like whether that was like- It's an energy. Like it's an energy, but I'm like, I wonder if we knew each other in a past life or whatever. Like I love all of that shit. Oh. So I'm like 100% like we were besties when we were living as butterflies or some shit. <laughs> but I- I feel like I need – You know what? Like a past life, maybe we were butterflies butterflies, and we were like, we have one day to live. What are we going to do to fuck shit up? Like that's what I feel like Lori and I would be like. Amazing. (laughs) But from that day, I was like – I wanted to keep in contact and then we did that live reading at um, Yellow Door Studio, which is where you do a lot of readings in Oakville. Thursdays? You know what? Pre-COVID. It's pre-COVID. Yes. I'm not sure if I'll even go back. It's all online mm-hmm. now. But yeah. But what's, But that's amazing yeah. that you can do. Again, like she does remote readings. That's how she did Ryan's. But yeah. she had done a reading for me. And like you said, it's it was a, a validation of stuff that I was, I was working through. And you were almost like you ignited fires in me that I feel like I knew were there. But it was really great hearing somebody else be like, dude, like get off your ass. This is. This is it. And then she did one and then you did one for Ryan and it was incredible. And I just, mm-hmm. well, I felt I, it, that event. It was so funny
2: because I had about three Instagram followers at the time. And I remember you were like, okay, what's your IG handle? I was like, my what? I was so <laughs> useless. And you have from the start been so generous with your um, with your voice, lending your voice, and also just your your expertise and your knowledge and do's and don'ts. Oh like I call you my little, uh, you're my Instagram fairy godmother.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> that is <laughs> but
1: hilarious. But I also
2: think that if we were butterflies, we'd totally fuck shit up. It'd be great. Yeah, we would. We you would guys would be, to...
1: be fucking- And you guys would be at home teaching the
2: kids how to juggle knives. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> how long have you been reading cards for?
2: Uh, 31 years. I think
1: you said- 31 years. And you've been married for how long? I've been married for 20 years. Okay. So tell me at what date did you tell your significant other that you read cards?
2: Well, it's, how does that
1: come up in conversation? So we Mm -hmm. have an
2: interesting story because we were sort of set up through a mutual friend. My husband is Serbian, like full on off the boat. We used to call him Balki because he had like love it. full oh, accent like and everything
1: cousin Larry Appleton yeah he was
2: very much like like yeah he was my friend Michael's little immigrant friend and um the first and so I knew him through my friend Michael for years before we kind of really connected one day I just looked at him and was like wait where have you been my life all my life because he's like super really? tall dark handsome like suave European dude mm-hmm. so actually the first time I gave him a reading was like the second time I met him and he came to my then boyfriend's house party and I was giving everyone readings for fun. Oh my so God. he gave me, so he knew me as a tarot card reader before he knew me as his girlfriend.
0: Right. Nice. And in the cards, did it say like you are going to take a woman from someone else's man? <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't
2: know, but I was so oh. at the time I just, yeah, I just kind of wrote him off. And he smoked at the time and I'm like, smoking makes me sick. And so yeah. I just like immediately was like, no, you you are. He was not even on my radar. But then we helped the mutual right. friend, move. Mu. We were the only two who showed up. And I saw him like disassembling a dresser or something. Mm. He's holding those tools. And I was Ikea. like, Bonjour, what's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> and then that was ah. it. So he's known me forever. Like he had to be, right. if not super into it, at least tolerant of it. He's very yes. supportive.
0: So what is it like, do you have any experiences in your years of doing this where, you know, it has, you've either had to take a step back or it has affected you or your family or your relationship. Cause we often talk to people on here who um, have certain skill sets that affect their family life. Like we've yeah, talked they about, it,
1: they take stuff home. They
0: do, right. It's hard not to take your work home. And even the gram, like the, the, the gram can affect your home life. So we I'm wondering how or if that has ever affected your um, your home life, whether it positive, negative or just it is. kind of just has
2: always been a part of it. So if I had to be away, you know, every Thursday night when I was at Yellow Door, we would just work around it, for instance, or if mm-hmm. um, my husband would. Go and drop me off like way way back in the day at another place where I did readings. So it was always just kind of woven into it. And now you know I yell at everyone, "Shut up, mommy's doing readings." If I've you know got stuff yeah. going on because it's all online now. Um, yeah, it's been pretty easy. There was one time though I'll tell you this. This is a funny story. I always say right from the start, if anyone is not happy with a reading, I would absolutely not even think of charging them. I don't want your money if you don't have a good experience, because that goes against my intention.
0: You're so authentic with that. You are like, that is you.
2: And it's not about, I don't worry about how I'm doing as a tarot card reader. Like as I'm doing the reading, I'm not thinking, oh God, am I doing it right? Oh God. I used to be like that, but then you get the confidence and Mm -hmm. everything. And and I realized that by the focus being on me and how I'm doing, I'm doing a disservice to the person I'm reading. So now it's all about, right? It's, it's about giving you the message and here it is for you. And whatever you want to do with it, you do with it. And then the focus is mm-hmm. on you, the person I'm reading. So this one lady came and I've never had anyone say, oh, uh, that sucked. I don't want to pay that. Um, but this one lady right. came and she'd heard about me from someone else and she showed up and right away, I'm getting goosies just talking about her vibe was just funky. <laughs> I didn't, I was like, okay. I don't know if I want you in my house. Cause I would do the reading. I have this little home really? studio, but it's. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I don't know. Why. Honey. You did.
1: Oh yeah, my yeah, God. That's don't a good, why. woo-woo.
2: And that's cause we're connected. The butterfly thing. Um, butterfly. Yeah, and, uh, and she came in, and, and where I do my readings in my home, it's just inside the front door. There's a little area, like an alcove thing. So she didn't like come traipsing through my house, but it was just an icky reading. I gave her information and stuff, but then. I, I was like, get out of my house, get out of my house. And when she came in, she was in my bathroom, which is just inside the front door for like 10 minutes. My husband and I were looking at each other going, okay. what the hell is she doing? In there? And then oh, she does, she does the reading me. and then she goes in the bathroom again. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. And then she leaves. And my husband comes after, hands me a roll of paper towels, a thing of Lysol. And he's like, you get your sage or your Lysol. He goes, you need to de- Like, funkify this space because that woman's energy was shits. And I literally,
1: he picked 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 up on the energy too. I literally
0: thought you were going to tell me that she like smeared some shit on your mirror. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised. (laughs) And that's the thing there was no like (laughs)
2: catastrophic toilet situation. I don't think shit, there was anything, but I was like, are you putting a hex on me or something? What the hell are you doing in there? So,
0: like, why was it so weird? Did you just feel that her vibe was negative or I didn't like it.
2: And I get that feeling sometimes about, people, when they Mm. come to see me and they're asking about someone else, like, like a partner who is no bueno and I'll get, um, look, I have them right beside me. I carry a big ass thing of Tums with me because I get heartburn Uh where it's just like, nope, I don't like him. And I need my tongue, And I don't hold back with that stuff. Um, and when she came in, I just felt this, like, it was like a cold grip of my core. Like I just, and she claimed wow. to be very, yeah, I'm a Reiki healer and I'm this and I'm that. Like she thought mm-hmm. she was kind of the shit. For the devil. Like, yeah. yeah. She was given Beelzebub <laughs> some Reiki. So it yeah. was, um, yeah, that was the only time. And it was in within the last three years. But other than that, I I enjoy it because I think my intention is good. Yeah. So the, the interaction, the experience for people is usually positive, super positive, even if it's kind of crappy right. news because it's usually stuff they already know. They just don't want to face it.
1: Now, so just help me out here because I, I have an, I've been through a reading, so I've experienced it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you really are very, I would say life coachy without saying life coachy, like the, it was almost like I was getting advice from. A life coach, and it really it all connected, and it all made sense, and you're absolutely right. It was just like I felt like I already knew those things and you were just solidifying them. But you said at the very beginning of this that you're you are not a fortune teller. but is there a bit of spirit? hundred percent oh, I'm
2: channeling? Like it's full on, it's full on okay. woo-woo. But my whole tagline is woo-woo without the cuckoo, right? So I'm not. Yeah. I yeah. love
1: Woo-woo <laughs> without yeah. the so cuckoo. So I like So I'm not like at that. the Good. ESP
2: fairs beside <laughs> Mystic Mandy and Psychic Bianca, <laughs> you know, s- slinging my stuff. But you have um, that in
0: you. I'm not- I, I, do you remember, can you, I don't even know if you, if you can tell this story because it's a personal one and we can totally take it out if this is not acceptable. But do do you remember when you were speaking to me about um, whether it was your sister's um, fiance oh, yeah. or somebody died. are we allowed to talk about that? Oh, sure. it's pretty I'm writing a book about it absolutely oh, wow <laughs> amazing yeah that story I literally Chapter retell three. that story because sure. I just find it so powerful Let her tell it. Let yeah. her tell it. and I love great books. okay sure
2: so yeah when I do my readings like I said I'm not saying names or I'm not going to say you're going to have four kids or he's going to have red hair because then, it, then you're abdicating responsibility of your life to mm-hmm. some rando with cards right and and i want to empower you to make the best decisions for yourself. So just to kind of address that part. But then woo without the cuckoo, right? Mm-hmm. I'm i still can be pretty cynical about stuff. Here comes and some cuckoo. Yeah. My sister's fiance dies very unexpectedly a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Calgary. I'd met him twice. I didn't know him that well. I had given him a tarot card reading because obviously, but mm-hmm. um <laughs> but he, he passes away, and I went to Calgary the next day, and he was buried, or not buried, but the, the funeral was a week later. For those seven days, every night, I was woken up about 3.30 in the morning with a different song in my head. And it wasn't like having a, a, like an earwig, like a song you can't get out. It was like speakers inside mm-hmm. my skull, um, different genres, different decades, d- d- like songs I didn't even know the title to. But I and I, I took to right. sleeping with my phone beside me in bed because it, the music wouldn't turn off until I jotted down in my notes what the song was. And then as soon as yeah, so and then as it. soon as I jotted down the song or like a, a snippet of lyrics that I would look up the next day, then the music would stop in my head. And then all of these like downloads would come, all of these messages. And it was bonkers messages that there's no way in hell I would have known this stuff. I'll give you a couple of examples in a sec. And then in the morning nice. I'd get up, my sister would get up, we'd go in the backyard, she'd smoke and she'd cry and I'd rub her back. And then she'd say, okay, I'm ready. And I tell her the messages mm-hmm. and she would mm-hmm. give me these validations of like, oh yeah, that makes sense because blah, blah, blah. And it started, I started getting messages for like his mother and and his daughter, yeah. and this it I call it the soundtrack of his passing. And it was the it mm, was I um, love that. Oh I got gooseies. And at the at the service, they ended up playing every song that came. And so one of the songs, for instance, oh. was um, you know that one hit Wonder Sheriff, and they had that song, When I'm With You, like back in the eighties. Baby. Yeah. Oh, you gotta sing it, Brittany. Like, did you just hear yeah, me sing? Anyway, exactly. um, I like that. It's this one hit wonder, whatever. That was one of the songs. And I said, I don't know, you know that song, Sheriff? And she said, oh, yeah, I used to sing it to him when we were on road trips because because we would sing each other these cheesy 80 love ballads, and that was the one I'd sing him. And um, one of the other things was uh, that he was there with a small boy, who he picked up and the boy was like, Put me down, I'm a big boy. And he's like, Whoa, little buddy. And they like walked off in the sunset together because there would be visuals like this. And I didn't know right, that right. He's, he had a younger brother who died of cancer when he was like four. Oh, oh my god, I had total
0: goosebumps. Right? Yeah. And, and wasn't they, there what's this? I swear to God this happened. I might be dreaming this, but wasn't there like a pompe? Um, um, no, well,
2: it was, it was a pompe yeah. moose, yeah. yeah. He come. One of them was him just shouting, "Pompeo moose, moose." And I'm telling <laughs> really my sister this, I'm like, "Isn't that grapefruit in French?" Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, that doesn't make sense." But um, his daughter, and it was a message for his daughter, like it was talking right. about his daughter, Pompeo moose. And then we told his daughter, who was 13 at the time, and he, she's a horrible at getting out of bed for school in the morning, and he would go in her doorway and shout random French phrases at her so funny. Like, that's crazy. Mm, Nothing's really so happened crazy. like that since, but that's as close as I got to sort of a Long Island medium thing. And then the mm. last song on the last day was the morning, or it was actually the day before his funeral, because my sister was giving a eulogy, was, and each song, the lyrics were a message. It just mm-hmm. totally applied. One of them was, um, it was like everything from Aerosmith to the to the Four Tops, like crazy. And then the last song that I got was um, Salt and Peppers, What a Man.
1: Sergeant and Mister Smith, you're gonna love this house.
2: Bunk beds in a closet. There's no field manual for finding the right home, but when you do, USAA homeowners insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: And she ended up, and the message was like, go, you know, put on that white dress that you look so good in and show them what they're missing
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: um, make me proud. And like all these beautiful, um, uh, messages. And she ended up quoting what a man in her, like she kind of wrapped in her eulogy.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> that's it, was incredible. Just, it was
2: this beautiful bow on, on it. And it really helped with the grieving. And actually every day was a different, um, stage of grief like one day's message was anger one day's message was right. um acceptance one day's message was bargaining like really I, I didn't realize that until later looking back yeah. on it I, I was trying to make sense but i was like holy shit this is like the seven stages of yeah. grief." That's that was
1: incredible that he was pretty much going through as well right yeah
2: that well no it was his yeah. his soul yeah. moving through grief right. diary of a that's dead man's grief that's the name of the
1: unbelievable book. that is unbelievable
0: yeah that's so cool but that doesn't
1: happen that doesn't happen regularly for you. But you do no. get the you do get the positive vibes, the negative vibes, the energies? Because I
0: always yeah. feel like when we talk about our experience with our call it paranormal our ghost yeah, our right. situation, yeah. I always get a trickle of messages that are very usually everyone's very positive and and but sometimes people are very very opinionated on any any conversation, any opening to anybody that is not earthbound is essentially the devil. So yes. I always get very, I like, reprimanded when I speak on that. So I just wonder how you deal with that with grace, because a lot of people assume, um, can assume that tarot is related yeah. to the cuckoo.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you know what? It gets a bad rap in in like pop culture, right? Because it's changing always that. the It's well, one card reading at a time. One yeah. card reading at a time. <laughs> it's always like the kooky gypsy and the whole That's thing, true. right? There are people I've seen, there's a lady in Oakville where I live who gives tarot card readings. I don't know if she's still around, but for years she would be telling everyone someone's dying and you've got a hex on your family, all these horrible right. things. So I've had many people come to me quite scarred from an yeah. experience with tarot. So it's, it's they're pieces of paper with pictures. There's nothing magical about them. Right. It's, it's the intention you put behind it. And, um, and if you want to tap into dark energy, you can like, I won't touch a Ouija board. That's, mm. some, that's some bad mojo. I don't I like, totally Ouija boards. No. um, but tarot cards, it can be whatever you want it to be. If you want to scare the crap out of someone, you can, for instance, the death card, -hmm. Looks scary as hell. It's my favorite card to get. It's one of my top three because it's transformational change. What makes it icky is your relationship with change. Like if you hate change, it's going to suck. The end result will still be good, but the process won't be easy. Or you just accept it. That's yeah. You have
1: you have a relatedness to these cards, right? Yes. So they mean something to you. They tell they allow you to tell the story the way that they're supposed to be told based off of your idea of what those cards mean. Yeah. Has your has your relatedness or your connection to these cards in 30 years changed, do you find that you read cards differently today than you did 30 years ago? Yes. Because, you, yeah,
2: yeah, Ryan, that's such a great question. That's a really good question because you get Gold star. yeah. Look at this. <laughs> you a I red should do this for a living. <laughs> you can be a butterfly who yeah. Uh, in you sometimes you can have one day. I'm gonna fuck shit up with you guys. <laughs> you can shit up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I always tell people you get a dialogue with your cards, right? And so there's the tarot 101 definition behind a card. And then your interpretation of the card, which evolves over time, um, is just as important if not more so. And so Mm -hmm. I'd say 80% of, well, no, not 80, maybe 70% of the card meanings, um, have evolved into something that's not the tarot 101, actually Mm -hmm. more like 80%. Yeah.
0: And you think that happens with experience?
2: It's just, it's just getting used to it. And the deck I have is my original deck. It's like a 31 year old deck. These are old worn, like there's history in these cards. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, they're kind of a catapult or they're a bit of a portal to getting body sensations or messages or whatever. I often lead this workshop um, here in Oakville. I call it the psychic bootcamp and it's just Mm -hmm. to help you tap into your intuition and, and whatever you use, if you want to use tea leaves or meditation or tarot cards or crystals or whatever, they're just tools. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and tarot is like my hammer, you know, like it's so trustworthy and I can, I can read anyone, anytime I get, you know, these like 65 year old bankers, dudes sitting down saying, okay, show me what you got. And they're always the best because by the end they're like, can I ask another question? Yeah, (laughs) Where's your card? can you come to my house and have a party like I it's really that. funny yeah
1: well I, from the experience that i got you you just tell such a beautiful story when you're going through these cards mm-hmm. and it's it, it's this i don't know i, don't, I wouldn't even know this, it's almost it's this calming effect that you have that it's like well at least for me it was like this is what's going on and everything's gonna be okay.
0: Did you feel like a weight was like lifted off of your shoulders
1: after? Yeah, because it was like, I did. Man, yeah, you're really holding on to this crap. Like you really just gotta let it go. Like mm-hmm. let it go. And I, I'm sitting here. I, so I you I,
0: turned on the Elsa soundtrack, and you're, you're like, right
1: <laughs> the unique thing. The unique thing about COVID is it switched your business model a little bit to this mm-hmm. online. But my reading was online, face to face. And what I loved about green. it. What? Screen to screen. Screen to screen. Yeah. Screen face, face to face. To face. Yeah. What I loved about it was the ability to have the recording afterwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that that I think if you know, I'm not trying to downplay the actual face to face stuff, but no, being able rec- to have she records it oh, though and do you sends you record the voice. Yeah,
2: yeah, I actually insist that we record readings no matter mm-hmm. what the length is or no matter what the like modality of communication is, because yeah. it is uh I talk really fast. I have a lot Mm -hmm. to say. I don't want people worrying about taking notes because then they're not really present in the reading, taking it in. And it's a lot to process. I always say, I just like verbal diarrhea. Like, here's a ton of information. And it's Mm -hmm. too much for you to take in and process without being able to go and kind of uh, do a little bit of listening to be like, oh, right. And also life happens. And like you said, Ryan, you listen to it down the road. And something that maybe didn't resonate a ton is like, oh, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it totally
0: tracks. So, And
1: yeah. what I like about that, what I like about that is because a lot of not psychics, but I guess people who tap into what would you call it, channeling? Mm-hmm. They often say like, we we don't want you to think that this is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're very leery to give you too much information because they don't want to set the path for you. Exactly. What I love about the reading that I've had with yourself and then going back and listening to it afterwards is I don't remember you saying these things that are now happening. Yeah.
2: Because that to yeah. me is
1: the coolest thing.
2: Yeah. Cause it it's didn't resonate in the moment. You weren't there yet. And that's what I tell people too, at the end, if anyone ever claiming to be like psychic says you must do this, or this is going to mm-hmm. happen. Or blah, 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 I would say that is some bullshit. Like yeah, you take your money and run because you have free will, right? I give yeah. you this information. You do whatever you want with it. You can sit yeah. on your butt and do nothing, or you can take it to heart. You can do some, because I often give homework. I think I've given you both homework um, yes. in readings And it's, it's, it's your choice if you do it or not. And it'll, it'll, you're setting the course by your action.
0: Um, I have one more, actually, well, one more question and then kind of closing thoughts. My one question kind of piggybacks on, on your question with, um, as you grow, as you Mm -hmm. grow as a person, as a tarot card reader, how, if you were to compare yourself, like, I want to know what my reading because they're they're all the same deck am i correct like it's all the same deck yeah right? there's a standard deck. Yeah. so yeah so if i'm like do the cards speak to another tarot card reader in a specific way but if they're all the same card essentially right they deal with the same kind of theme mm-hmm. how do you like i'm just so intrigued on, on how you relate them to a person because otherwise if i'm just looking at this card you're like okay well this is the this is the definition of the card a eh? but you must have such a, a way with like auras and energy because you you have to relate the card to the person and you haven't met half of these people so like does do these things like I don't know if I'm explaining myself. Do they just come to you? Are they just like this? This clicks. You just know what to say because you feel the energy from this person. Like yeah.
2: So do you know what I'm saying? yep. No, <laughs> I, I do. Don't I, don't I do. I, I'm sorry. I'm just question. so like I, I, Yeah, I get the question because at the in the beginning, for sure, I had the little book that came with the cards, and I'd be like, okay, yeah. it says this. Does that make sense? Okay, it says it. What do you right. think that means? And then it's just through practice and just through giving more readings. And I would sometimes put the you know, the cards away and not pick them up for a couple of years. Like when I'd have a kid, it's not like I'm doing right. readings 24 seven. And, and you come back to it and it's like, I don't know. A lot of the cards relate to like Brene Brown or Glennon Doyle, these authors or, um, and it's just like, Oh, that's the Brene Brown card. Now it just kind of evolves through the readings. But when I'm reading certain people, it's not like I get their I guess I am getting their energy, but for me, it's, I call it my visuals. It's like a vignette. It's a little visual in Mm. my mind and they'll be weird. It'll be like, you're like a, beautiful peacock with all the big feathers, the dude peacock, but you're stuck in a KFC chicken cage. And like, you've got a claw right. sticking out and a beak stand. You got to just bust out of it. And they'll be like, oh yeah, I that totally that. tracks." you amazing. know,
0: it's, it's weird little visuals. And those visuals change yep. with each person. Well, okay. sometimes it's, sometimes that. there are that's some cool. visuals that yeah. help
2: explain the card that I'll use again and again. Right. Um, and then sometimes I just have a knowing where, it, and that's, <laughs> that's, um, like, Clair sentience. There's the different clairs, clairvoyance, clairaudience, audience, like different ways you get it I've never heard well, of that let's one. Take my psychic. Beat I know
1: Claire. That's a
2: sexy
0: one. Claire yeah. Sentience. And it's just
2: something, you know, you just know it. It's like when right. you know a good I melon, like a you know? you're just like, Oh yeah. this is a Good melon.
1: Last, last, question. last question for me. You have two yes. children. They're now yes. teenagers. What was like life like for them growing up with Terra Lori? did you read their friends? Like, did their friends know about what you my did? My son
2: still just does not even, nobody knows that I do this <laughs> in, in their world. Really? Oh, my daughter is much more like, Oh, my yes. mom is Tara Laurie. And she's like following me on Instagram yes. and stuff. So she's more into it. My son is just like, Oh God, someone else is coming over. I'm going to go in the basement. Like he's just not into it. And he's. <laughs> I gave him a little deck when he was like eight. And he's like, guys, look at my tarot cards. And I think someone was just like, that's weird. And then he's like, Oh, forget it. Right. right.
0: Now that's his thinking of that. That's yeah. But I
2: would I always, and I still do this all the time is that, you know, I'll be snooping on one of their phones or something and I'll see, you know, like a little spat in a, in a text message or something. And I'll be like, Hey, have you talked to so-and-so lately? I feel like maybe you guys need to like sort something out. And they'll be like, how did you know? I'm like, guys, I'm Tara Laurie. I'm Claire sentient. Well, people. I love that. To tell them what I'm telling you. Yeah. So they're just like a bit freaked I, out. They're like, wait, what? How'd you know?
0: That's <laughs> yeah. amazing.
1: No, I said, I only had one question left, but I actually have another question okay. because I think this is really important to know in your own life. Do you find that when you hit like a, whatever, we all have like our peaks yes. and our valleys. Do you find that you go to the cards for yourself I at all? Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Really? Every so often. Is it a daily check in
1: or weekend, or are you just kind of check in? I mean, maybe
2: I'd count on one hand how many times a year I would give myself a reading. But also mm-hmm. in it, here's the thing on Instagram, I do a card of the day every weekday morning where I just shuffle yes, the deck and say, what do we need that. to know right now? And I pull a card and I say it and I put it out there. And I always think, why am I putting this out here? Like no one else is going to need this, but me, cause it's obviously my message. And then everyone else all day is like, oh my God, how'd you know? Oh, that was for me. I love so that. I guess I love that's become that. my daily check-in, right? But before, yeah. before I started really doing it, no, I would do it every so often. And my husband's the funniest because he's, you know, he's tolerant of it. He's not into it. But when shit gets real, he'll come along and all of a sudden pick up the deck, give it a shuffle. He'll just, he'll pick a card and be like, what does this mean? And I'll tell him and he's like, what does this mean?" Hey. puts <laughs> the deck down and walks away. <laughs> I love, I love it. it.
0: Okay. So if you want to learn more about Lori, she has a beautiful Instagram Thank handle you. now. You bet. Lori. <laughs> um and then you do you want people to email you DM you oh, yeah! so Find it's
2: tarot.lorian on Instagram. Uh, I have a website tarotlori.com. I'm plastered all over the place. So yeah, people reach out DM email call whatever. Perfect. And
0: we'll obviously put our handle in. And in it Instagram.
1: is such an incredible experience. It is. If
0: you do one thing in 2020, make it make it seem like with all the shit virtually. going
1: on in this world today, wouldn't you want a little bit more Clara, what is it?
0: Wouldn't you want a story
1: Little from Clara. Tarot? Laurie? and it's not gory? Oh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> there you hey, go. Oh, we're all poets, but we just didn't know. It. I love it. That's perfect, Lori. <laughs> thank you so much. We, I could have, I could have, we could have took this through in an hour. I've got That'd like really seventeen good. more questions. I Can would love back? to. I
2: adore yes, you guys. I just want to come live in your basement with Cooper and Riley and and the, well, we and the ghost. podcast and the ghost. to you. That's perfect. a true story. And the
1: ghost. If you want to know. We oldest podcast oh, to yeah, you. you. were the one that pushed yeah. us off the cliff a little bit. We are going to have for yeah, And that's a wrap.